Welcome uh, to another episode of the To Be Discussed podcast with RNA. I'm one of your hosts, Riley Pate, here with my good friend, Adrian Herndon. Uh, and something was brought to our attention, okay? His real name is Adrian Herndon, but you probably hear me call him Ray Ray. I'm talking about Adrian. Uh, that's a nickname that he got, and there's a whole story, but we're not going to get into all that. Yes. But if you hear Ray Ray, that's who we're talking about. It is um, But we wanted to clear that up kind of going out of the gate. And once again, welcome you to another episode. Thank you for being uh, such, faith, uh, such a faithful audience, and we're enjoying this and uh, the many opportunities that are unfolding uh, for the future. Well, in today's episode, as we were kind of talking about what, what were we going to discuss, um, we wanted to talk about money. Uh, and in a broad way, I mean, we're not going to break down the, the economic uh, system. We're not going to break down X's and O's of money or anything like that. But we want to talk about <clears throat> the way that we need to approach money as human beings. Um, you know, and, and this is an interesting topic simply because the, right now there's a lot, and, and always has been from time to time, a lot of uncertainty surrounding the economy, you know, budgets of local families right now. It, it's a, in constant flux. I mean, gas prices are sky high and continuing to escalate almost on a daily basis. Housing's through the roof. Um, the stock market is in a completely unpredictable state. Uh, you know, so so there's to read to you um, there's a principle behind this verse and we're going to discuss that in just a minute so listen to this in Colossians uh, chapter 3 verse 2 it says set your affection on things above not <clears throat> on things on the earth now for those of us who are believers you know we, we automatically understand that that means you know focus on heavenly things focus on what God wants for your life not on what you can do for yourself but maybe again, maybe you're listening to this and you're not a Bible believer. There's still a principle here, and that is don't make money your boss. Don't become a slave to your finances. <clears throat> okay, because when we start to put money as the boss and we become the employee, there's some things that happen, and we're gonna um, break that down. There's a, there's about three things. Yeah, about. Three uh, points that we discussed yesterday that we came up came about. we broke down into the show. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and we wanted to just kind of discuss it that way. So, first of all, when we become the employee to our money, <clears throat> in other words, money becomes king, money becomes boss. Right, right. Um, it causes an unhealthy relationship with our money. Right. Now, here's what I find interesting, and I wrote this down. 
We don't want toxic relationships with anything else in our life. But why do we treat money differently? Anything else we want to balance. Anything else we wouldn't accept a toxic relationship. But when it comes to money, we just go, oh, that's how money works. Yeah. Man, that's a good question. That's, I mean, kind of, okay, so, because you hear that a lot, obviously, today, and especially, uh, people talking about toxic relationships and stuff so that's really a good question you know why do we as 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 humans or as men i mean men and female men and female women why do we accept that you know that kind of relationship with money uh could it be that we don't realize how harmful it is you know because we look at it as a it's a material thing you know it's not like uh, we don't view it as uh, it being like drugs or alcohol. You know, mm-hmm. we don't view it that way. You know, because those are things that we would view as you know being the uh, once um, taken in an excessive rate. We view it as a destructive uh, thing. You know, it's destructive. Um, but also, <clears throat> not just that, but you know, it causes issues. It causes families to break up and. Uh, relationship uh, ties and all this stuff to just be broken but you know money does the same thing you know and we can be just as addicted to money as anything else and so that's you know that's that unhealthy it's kind of an unhealthy uh path that you know we continue to walk down mindlessly uh because we don't view the effects we, we don't learn about the psychological effects that it have on our minds and the way we think the way we move um uh, and the way we do business and even the way we just spend our money in general mm-hmm. uh, money it's, it's the reason why the Bible says money is the root of all evil because when we well the love of money well the love of money yeah you're right the love of money is the root of all evil because it, it, it blinds you for a moment because you're in it uh, and you're not thinking uh, of the damage it's doing to you or other people all, you, all you're thinking is well I'm I gotta be this go-getter you know, I gotta have the next big thing. I gotta have, um, I gotta have, uh, or keep up with s- such and such, and uh, go to these places in order to feel. And so that's what um, our points are, are talking about here. And uh, let's see, the first point is, you know, because you talked about unhealthy relationships with money. Um, well, the first one is, and this is, I. I read an article and it was uh, a term that was used um it's an insider article now i don't read insider a lot but uh insider has some good stuff yeah they do and this is this one uh is dealing with money and the mindset so it has this term that they use called um an unhealthy money mindset uh a money mindset um it says an an unhealthy money mindset can lead you to make bad financial uh, decisions. For instance, here's one way you know that you have an unhealthy relationship with money. The first thing that I noticed it says it says that you constantly worry about not having enough money. Uh, when we reach that point to where we're stressing ourselves out over finances, or uh, constantly worrying about, well, I can't do this. I'm not because I don't have enough, or I'm 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 running short this week. I, I gotta. You know, and you're running yourself ragged. When when that happens, it's like, okay, then it's like you said. Now that now money has become your boss, it's become your slave master, 
it, it, it rules everything around you and it should really be the opposite you know we should we should be able to um, look within our lives and look around us and, and say and it also says this that this mindset is what builds a healthy uh, relationship with money is when we look at money as being valuable you know it's something that we uh, that we value to an extent but it's also something that we uh, are able to make a, a good budget you know how to budget our money well uh, make great financial decisions you know uh, and great investments you know that about building a that's about building a healthy um, money mindset is because when we look at it if we treat our money as we're the ruler over it rather than being the ruler over us we look now see it in a different light we see it okay this is something I can I can think of um, just me personally I don't have to worry about how I'm going to be able to get A, B, and C done because I know if God has blessed me with a constant revenue, a constant uh, currency of money that's constantly coming in, then I know that I know God has blessed me with just enough that I'm able to take care of A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. I don't have to stress myself out over um, how this is going to get paid, or I don't have enough to uh, to do this this week. I know God is going to make a way, and so. That's you know I I was telling a friend the other night that um the main thing these last two months has, has God has shown me constantly is provision uh, that He makes provision um, and I look at things from a spiritual aspect a lot more than from a worldly aspect and so looking at it that if if and this is also ties into how we give if we look at it from a spiritual aspect and how God how God sees it. We would see that okay. At the end of the end of the day, one money isn't that important. Um, it's important as you know, it being something that we need on a daily basis. But it's also not important in the fact, in the aspect that it's not going to last. You know, when, it all, when it's all said and done, you know, money isn't going to matter. And so we have to view, you know, uh, change how we view and spend money, or what, how we even look at it, um, and. Uh, as dangerous as it is, uh, especially living in America, and I like, as I said, America's like a <coughs> uh, theme park. You know, it looks great it's when it's lit up, but at the end of the day, there's a lot that goes on. It's dirty, and, and money is one of the things that runs our world and this nation. It's kind of what's gotten us in, in, in the pickle that we're in right now. And, and we see it now, and so the uh, question is you know how does we how do we how do we how will we view it now that we see okay everything's sky high you know what can I do to build a healthy a more healthy relationship and a money mindset around my finances well, well I think that we have to and you touched on this that we're conditioned as Americans to view money a certain way uh, and I, I think as we're talking about this unhealthy relationship, the way to kind of turn from that um, is that we, we've got to, to uncondition the thought process. Mm -hmm. You know, um, deconstruction is a word that has become popular. You know, I'm deconstructing from this or I'm deconstructing from that. Okay? So I'll use that term. 
we need to deconstruct from that unhealthy relationship. Like I said, when I, you know, my question is, okay, we we don't accept it in a a, a, a physical relationship with another human being. Mm-hmm. We don't accept it anymore, and and this is actually a good thing. But coming out of the pandemic, we don't accept a bad relationship with work. You know, the the work-life balance. Yeah. So why in the world would we just accept it when it comes to money? And and, and really, I it goes back to what I believe is that you know, we've just been been conditioned to think, oh, that's just the way it is when it comes to money. You're going to stress over it. It's going to control you. You're going to have to watch it. All those things. So I think if we want to to get in a healthy place, we've got to deconstruct from that and say, you know what, that's not true. Mm-hmm. There are now thousands of ways to make money. <laughs> yeah. That literally, I mean, we're doing it right now. Thousands of ways to make money that nobody ever thought about, that weren't there before the pandemic, you know, whatever. But now there's literally thousands. So what we've got to deconstruct from is, oh, I've got to do this, this, and this to, to reach what I want to do. No, find what you enjoy. Right. That's right. And go make money doing it. That's right. That's one thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a question my, my friend asked me, you know, how do you see your life? You know, what do you see yourself doing, you know, or going? Um, and one of those questions is, you know, how I answer this. I want to wake up every morning. Not dreading going to a job that I don't enjoy doing, that I don't. But see, love. we were conditioned that that's what you get to do. Yeah, and, and that's that's misery because if you're not in, if you're not going to enjoy it, and you're just stringing yourself along, you've put a ball and chain on yourself. But but I think that that's where it, it, when we talk about this unhealthy relationship with money, that's where it starts. See, so I got to dread what I do to make it, mm-hmm. and then I've got to pull my hair out trying to figure out how I'm going to keep it. Yeah. I mean, you've got to deconstruct. And when you enjoy how you're making it, then you'll enjoy how you're spending it. Does that make sense? Right. And, and, and so I, I think that that's where we got to go uh, if we want to get out of that unhealthy relationship. And, and to do that, we've got to deconstruct from the idea, that main thought, that I work for my money. No, the money should work for you. So so it's dangerous not to have that kind of a mindset because it leads to an unhealthy relationship. Secondly, it's dangerous um, because it leads to what is termed as financial FOMO or the fear of missing out because of your finances. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this definition of uh, FOMO, the fear of missing out. It's self-invented psychological torture. It's a figment of our mind's worst imagination. It's that irrational belief that everyone is always having more fun than you at all times. Yeah, lot there. Yeah, that. What's the, what's the part we read? Uh, what is it called? Is was it uh, toxic? Wait, no. Read it again, because there's a part of that definition that sticks out to me. Psychological torture. Yes, psychological out. torture. I mean, That's I mean, big time. Yeah, psychological torture. I, y'all, I'm not. We know what t- torture is in the the physical sense. You know, it's a slow process. Now, if this, now if that's that in the physical, think about it. Uh, in the the mind. Well, they do that to the worst um, terrorists. You know, yeah. 
to get answers. They they psychologically torture them. Um, but we do that to ourselves when we when we dive into this. Oh, I'm missing out because I don't have the money. Right. We torture ourselves thinking it's self-invented. By the way, self-invented. You're coming up with it in your own mind that oh, I'm missing out because I don't have the money that they do. Yeah. The old term we use is uh, keeping up with the Joneses. But but yeah. you you're telling yourself, oh, my life's terrible. Right. Why? Like, has anybody ever stopped and said, or asked themselves, like, when we say, my life's off, that's your, why? Like, and then you'll realize, it's not that bad. Right. I've got a roof. I like my bed. Hopefully you like your dog. (laughs) You know, maybe you like your husband or your wife or your kids. (laughs) You know, (laughs) whatever. But when we stop and ask that, we realize I'm not missing out on anything. No. Uh, A lot of it stems from, you know, because I can, okay, growing up, my my mom didn't let us just go out, you know, and I've said this before. uh, She didn't let us just go out and hang out and just do anything we wanted to do, you know. Certain time we had to be in the house, uh, you know. Certain things that was were expected of us as kids growing up, and we did we just didn't hang out. We didn't do that. So, oftentimes I felt like you know I was missing out on a lot, um, and of course you know I didn't have the financial means to be able to do certain things with my friends or that they were able to do, um, and that was kind of a thought process, uh, even leading up until I was in college, you know, and so I, I started to realize you know as I got older that. You know, you don't need, you don't have to um, have everything that everybody else have. You have to enjoy what surrounds you and what you already have. Um, Because once, the Bible says that we have to be content in what we have already. Um, and, And there's a promise tied to that is that God says that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And that's in Hebrews 13, 5. If you want to look it up. Um, so that's a promise tied to that's mean that God is our provider. Uh, he, he provides our every need, you know, one by one. And so as I got older, I started to believe and, you know, it's like, listen, man, I can, I can, uh, I can go out and have a good time, you know, uh, even with my friends, you know, I may not have the money that they have, but I can still enjoy myself without fear of thinking that I'm missing out on something Mm -hmm. that's not real. You know, it's only a it's a figment of my imagination if I believe. Well, that goes to okay. It's yeah. a figment of our mind's worst imagination. Yeah, and so it's, if I believe that I'm missing out on some unreal thing, unrealistic thing, that I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna run myself ragged thinking that I have to keep up with them. When all, at the end of the day, if you slow around and look, and maybe if you even ask questions or talk to your friends or anybody and ask them, you know, what is it like, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, if you ask that question, most of the time it's more, it's as simple as it gets. It's not no big, uh, extravagant, drawn out deal. It's 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 simple. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the people who are doing the most are the most. Sometimes the most miserable people, you know, because they're trying to fill their life with something else. Yeah. But then sometimes it's it's the opposite. It's that they find they find happiness and they're content. And what what where they at and being present in the moment with the, what's around them, rather than uh, 
putting things around them and filling them filling their lives with uh materialistic things that doesn't matter anyways but they're content that's the word they're content you know they don't they don't have to keep up with anybody else so why should you why well, should you feel like that financial fomo in a nutshell is nothing more than trying to live somebody else's life through somebody else's finances yeah and 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 what we've got to do is we've got to realize, and this goes back to the first point about this unhealthy relationship with money, that money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And money doesn't buy moments, and money doesn't buy happiness. Right. I'll say yeah. that again for, for those in the back. Money does not buy moments, nor does it buy happiness. There are a lot of people with a lot of money who aren't there for the greatest moments of their kids' lives. Yep. There are a lot of people with a lot of money who are miserable going to their jobs and coming back home. They have zero fun. There's nothing to it. There's no enjoyment whatsoever in their life because their life is consumed with their money. But we sit at home and go, man, they must have a great life because we don't see the inside. Right. That's the dangerous part too. Is that because there's a there's been a um constant thing going around if I know if anybody that's on social media you and you see uh any motivational speaker or pastor would tell you do not compare yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Because what we see from the outside is only a small percentage of what actually happens. It's like an iceberg. We see 10% right. of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. The 90% of the iceberg is under the water. And that's the mm-hmm. big part of it, you know? Yep. And so we should never envy or compare ourselves to someone uh based off of what they have or what they do because we don't know what kind what they did to get there. We don't know what kind of tests or trials they had to face to to achieve whatever revenue they have. Uh so it's a dangerous mindset to have. It is very dangerous. Following in somebody else's footsteps, we have to be careful because if we don't know this person, we don't know anything about their path, we could possibly fall into a same, the same hole that they fell into that we didn't know what that was there. All over money and thinking that money will get us where they are exactly. and what they have when most of the time, again, it's, it's a figment of our own imagination and we think that we know what they have, but in reality, they don't have that. Right. Uh, we always think... That the other side's greener, but but most of the time when you get over there, you find that it's uh, dotted with um, holes and and thorns and thistles and and all of those things. And you go, oh, man, I, I liked it better in my world. Well, yeah, because your world was realistic. You you created something that didn't even exist because you thought, man, if I don't have these finances, I'm missing out. When you're right. not missing out on anything, all right? And uh. There's a uh, a song out there, you know, because I love music. And my favorite uh, rap artist, uh, J. Cole. And I'm pretty sure if you were listeners out there, yes, I mean, if you're a Christian, you can't listen to rap. Um, <laughs> but um, but no, there's a the artist, J. Cole, has a song on his 20, 2014 Forest Hill Drives album called Love Yours. And the message behind that is it's two lifestyles it's the lifestyle of a rich man and it's the lifestyle of a poor man the poor man is more happier because he he he's happy and he's content yes he realizes that he doesn't have as much as that rich man does he doesn't uh 
um, he doesn't have that that money, but he's happy because he's content with the fa- with his family, he, his children, his wife. Um, he's happy because there's love in that home. Well, the rich man is struggling um, where he's not happy with the the woman he's with, even though he has a nice car, a nice house, the money, jewelry, and all this. He's not happy. He's miserable because there's no love. Mm-hmm. You know, his life is based around. Money, yes. materialistic things, and the friends and the, the 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 spouse that he has are only there because of the money. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't, if you think that money is going to buy you happiness and buy you friends and this have give you this entourage, yeah, it will, but it'll be artificial. It won't yeah. be real, you know, because as soon as uh, that right goes left and everything is gone. Those people who are there only for your money, they're going to leave with it. And they're going to go on to the next great thing, the next yeah. best thing. Um, and so it's important that you that we are content and that, listen, love is greater than money. That's why the the, the love of money, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a false, it's so false, it's not real. Yep, it's just a figment of your imagination. Yeah. So then the, the final um, point here. That if we become the employee rather than rather than the the employer over our money, it leads to a sense of false security. Now, now track with me for just a minute here. <clears throat> our identity, okay, who we are, and our ability to be who and what we're created and called to be, is not rooted in our financial state. Now, a lot of times we think that. Mm-hmm. That in order to do what I'm supposed to do, in order to fulfill my life, I've got to have X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I can do what I want. That's not true. Slaving away at some job that you hate to get money that you think you have to have to do what you really want to do is miserable and it's wrong. There's no security there. There's nothing in that. We think that that's our security, but that's not. That's not our purpose. That's not at all what we're created or called to be. We are created for a purpose, whatever that might be for your life, and, and, and my, my purpose is not the same as um, your purpose, but whatever that is is not rooted in my financial state. Who I'm called to be is not rooted in my uh, financial state. And so when I think, oh, in order to be secure, I've got to get that, that's wrong. Uh, because, listen to me, if that's your foundation, to fulfill what you're supposed to be, you're going to fail at some point. Uh, you're, you're going to. At some point in your pursuit of money, you're going to fail. I've got five businessmen, five of the top businessmen in America, that all experienced a lot of financial failure at one point. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zucker, uh, Zuckerberg, Steve Ballmer. So you have the father of the internet, one of the greatest investors of all time. You have the head of Amazon. Mm -hmm. You have the creator of Facebook. You have another internet mogul as well as the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. All on one list. And the one thing they have in common is that at some point they all faced and experienced financial failure. So if you think that man, I gotta get X amount of money, and I, you know, at some point 
you're going to have a low point. Yeah. Now, all these men survived, and, and we, you know, history bears that out, obviously. But my point is that they didn't find their security in that money. They still said, listen, I've got something that I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to do it. But their security wasn't in their money because they knew that, hey, even the best of the best are going to face failure. Even the best of the best are going to lose money. Even the best of the best are going to have to look themselves in the face and say, you know what, is this worth pursuing? But when our security is only in that, that's where we fall apart. Our lives fall apart. Our homes fall apart. Um, Our calling on our life, you know, our purpose, you know, falls to the wayside because we think, hey, now I don't have the money to do it. You're not always going to have the money to do it. Just go do it. Go do it, and the rest of it's going to fall into place. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person as as you know because you think about it. Um. It's 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 like you're 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 constantly drowning, and someone's trying to, uh, you know, reaching down, reach down, and pull you up, and it's like you have the means, you have everything that you need, but you don't see it because of a selfish outlook on. Okay, listen, I understand you're trying to help me, but if I can't, if I don't have this, you know, if if it's not the means that I need or the means that I see that are right then whatever you're trying to offer me i have to make sure that i'm at the at a position where i can be able to do this this and this that mm-hmm. first but you're sinking in a hole or in in, in water and you, you you're losing ground it's a losing it's a losing battle and one of the things that um that gets you is when you're you're constantly uh chasing money and think that you need it to survive is it leads you down a path to where you could possibly be tied to the wrong people, uh, the wrong career. Uh, it just you could just be tied up in a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an uh, something um, that I found on the net once again when we were doing this re- doing the research on this. It's a guy, even though he was talking about uh, it was an article. He was talking about his marriage and uh, how. Before he, you know, when he was married the first time and then after, you know, he divorced from his first wife and then met his second wife, uh, he said he was talking about the difference between the two. And he had a sense of false, uh, uh, false security. And it was tied up in um, dead end relationships, you know, dead end thoughts and all these things. And he says, he says this, he says, unhealthy habits and behaviors to us are tie us. To other people or even possessions, we then rely on them to make us feel safe and secure, and get mm-hmm. and we get upset when they don't perform or provide the security we are looking for. And then this is the big one. He says our level of self worth can be tied up in how much we own or how much we earn. Mm. So that's where we when we when we rely on uh, on money, that's where we go. When we rely on money, that's where we go. It, it, it then becomes it, it's taken over our self worth, how much we're worth, our value, and and even about how much we earn. It's it's no longer about the fulfillment. It's no longer about the purpose. Now, if I ain't got this, then I'm worth nothing. You know, and that's a bad man. That's a bad mindset to have. Still, but in in I kind of want to wrap up this discussion with this. You know, when when we get so tied up 
um, with that thought that, hey, I need that security for my money, Mm -hmm. it will hold us back from so many things. Listen to me. There's three things that you'll never really have enough money to do. You'll never have enough money, truly, have enough money to get married. Mm -hmm. You'll truly never have enough money to have children. And you'll never have enough money to pursue your dreams. You just got to do them. Yeah. You you know, you just got to wake up and say, this is what I'm going to do. No matter what, no matter how much money I have, no matter what's going on, this is what I'm going to do. And, and I'm going to do it wholeheartedly. And I guarantee you that at the end of it, you'll succeed. Yeah. You say, well, what if it doesn't work? It's going to. If you keep... Keep at it. If you keep pressing, if that's really what you want to do, if that's really what you're supposed to do, truly your calling, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's just the design of things, you know. Yep. Uh, a a diamond miner doesn't keep, you know, stop digging if, you know. He doesn't find it. He, yeah. he just digs. No. That's what, he, that's, his, that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he wants to do. If he wants to find that diamond, he's going to keep digging. Mm-hmm. Until he finds that diamond. And so it's just like us, you know. We don't need it all in order to have it all, you know. No. Um, because that then becomes greed. That, that turns into mm-hmm. greed. Um, and I say it again. Be content. You know, look around you. Uh, look at your loved ones. You know, the ones that are still here. Value. Value that. Uh, there's not... A, a single thing that you could buy them or a single or a certain amount of money that you could give them that's even more precious than your time just or uh just value value them you know because at the end of the day when it's all like i said when it's all said and done money isn't gonna doesn't doesn't help us a single bit nope you know, when we're facing god on judgment day we can't go we can't tell god listen Lord, i i made this much money it doesn't matter. Um, just be be content. You know, love love life. You know, to live life to the fullest. Yeah, yeah. and cause, because money, if you have it, and God blesses you with it, that's great. That's great. You know. Well, and when you're content, you you will have good finances. Listen, I'm not saying that you got to be dirt poor to be happy, but I am saying that you you don't have to be a millionaire to be happy. Yeah, you know, God's gonna God's gonna bless you, um, and and just and you're gonna be happy when you're doing what you are supposed to be doing. Uh, you're gonna know it, and you're gonna be happy doing it. Yeah. So as we kind of conclude, you know, I I hope that we've um, kind of enlightened you to some some pitfalls, you know, of making uh, money your master, your boss. Uh, and, and as we've kind of had this discussion that, that maybe you can walk away and say, you know what, I, I, it's time to make a change, you know, and, and, and it's time to make an adjustment so that I can be, uh, who I'm called to be and I can be happy, uh, doing it. Once again, just thanks for listening, uh, and tune in next week.